Welcome to the first episode of At Least He Tells the Truth. I ran for president as a libertarian because I was frustrated with the conversation that was happening between Republicans and Democrats. The conversation that is happening between the left and the right. It's not that both sides are dishonest. It's more like they are less honest. Much of what both sides says is true. But both sides leave off a little part of the truth because it hurts their positions or is too harsh for the voting public. And those little unspoken parts of the truth and the questions they bring up are what is tearing apart our country. Because by leaving it unspoken, we leave it unaddressed and it just festers. As long as we avoid having the truly hard conversations, we won't be able to reach a compromise. We won't be able to get back to the middle. And we need to get back to the middle. We need to come together as a nation to reach a national consensus and a national unity. And we can do it if we start from the whole truth, the whole truth. I'm Blake Ashby, the host of At Least He Tells the Truth. My purpose in starting this podcast is to speak that unspoken part of the truth, to bring up the hard questions that we are avoiding, but also to remind people we are still the United States of America. We are still the greatest nation on earth, a glorious experiment in freedom. We don't always get it right, but we always keep moving forward. By chance, I do have answers to most of the questions facing our country, which is why I should be president. But more importantly, we as a society have to acknowledge these hard truths, confront the hard questions, because it's only by having a more honest conversation that we are going to be able to overcome the anger on both sides and reach a compromise. Most of what we avoid comes down to a couple of related philosophical questions. Where do we draw the line between the responsibilities of the individual and the responsibilities of the group? Where do the rights of the individual end and the rights of the group begin? We don't think about it, but these questions touch almost every aspect of our lives. Sometimes the questions are easy. It wouldn't make sense for each individual to build their own road between their house and their job. So building roads is a responsibility of government. We also, willingly, give up tiny freedoms every day. We give up our right to drive on the left-hand side of the road because doing so helps us get to our destination faster. We do so because giving up some freedoms allows us to realize other freedoms, to have more control over our lives. That's pretty much the story of civil society. We all agree to live by a set of rules because the rules actually give us greater freedom to pursue our lives. Sometimes we lose sight of this, but government is, or is supposed to be, a tool to extend individual freedom. If there is one thing that Senator Bernie Sanders got right, it's that we have stopped having a real conversation on the role of government, the responsibilities we need government to assume to ensure the well-being of our population. But I don't think Senator Sanders quite understands that his movement is one of the reasons we aren't having that honest conversation. The left has created this cartoon version of what government can do and a cartoon version of how evil capitalism is. And of course, the right has created its own cartoon version of what unregulated markets can achieve and what individuals can do for themselves. There is a middle path between extreme government and no government. It's called democratic capitalism. We stick with the free market, but we use the power of democracy to ensure everyone has a chance to participate in our economy, everyone benefits, and everyone plays by the same set of rules. That's all democratic capitalism is. The free market moderated by democracy for the benefit of all. Politics isn't a history lesson, but the history is important. 
In the 1930s, a lot of the world was abandoning capitalism and abandoning the free market. The United States did not. Instead, we reached a compromise. We stuck with the free market with private ownership, but we used the power of government to make sure that capitalism benefited everyone, that every American would have access to education and opportunities to our financial system and could build a successful life for themselves. The compromise is the reason we have the largest economy in the world. Capitalism actually works better if there is one set of rules for everybody. Free market competition decides the winners and losers, not who can lobby for special rules out of Washington. Capitalism also works better if we make sure everyone gets in the game. Our country wants kids, regardless of their background, to be able to participate in capitalism, to become adults pursuing their dreams and growing our economy. It's the most basic promise of our country and of our constitution, the promise of equality of opportunity, providing public roads so we can get to work, making sure that every person, regardless of their parents' situation, has access to an education, making sure everyone has a chance to take control of their life. We didn't achieve it for all of our citizens, but we as a nation were committed to this goal, and every year we work to better extend opportunity. In a lot of ways, America has slipped away from this compromise. We have allowed our roads and bridges to fall into disrepair and backed away from our commitment to public education. We stepped away from our commitment to one set of financial rules for everyone. We have slipped away from our commitment to equality of opportunity. We slipped away from democratic capitalism because we stopped talking about the hard truths. We stopped addressing the hard questions. When I said earlier that I had the answers, this is the answer, democratic capitalism. It's the compromise that made our country what it is, that made our country great. When people ask me why I ran for president, that was it, to get our country back to democratic capitalism. And that's ultimately the goal of this podcast as well, because if we talk about the hard truths and ask the hard questions, the answers will inevitably lead us back to democratic capitalism, the free market moderated by democracy. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you have any thoughts on the proper role of government or the individual or any suggestions on the hard truths we're avoiding, let me know. You can also message me on Facebook. You can learn more about democratic capitalism at my website, blakeashby.org. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a review on iTunes. So thank you for your time and thank you for caring about the future of the United States of America.